This episode is sponsored by the Spirit Sisters Fall Weekend Retreat in Menla. This will be held November 3rd through the 6th at the most beautiful place in the Catskills in New York, Menla. You will arrive on Thursday at 3 p.m. and share all vegan vegetarian meals with us on the grounds, yoga, meditation, Reiki, a sound bath healing, workshops, and nature hikes. Enjoy this getaway. This is available to 15 women, and we cannot wait to see you. All the information will be below, and all registration is taken through menla.org. Hello, and welcome to the Intuitive Woman Podcast. My name is Tina Conroy. I am so grateful you are here. As a professional intuitive medium, Reiki master, and yoga teacher, my intention is to explore intuition so you can gain clarity, confidence, and trust in your inner wisdom. I honor your spiritual growth. Thank you for listening. Today on the podcast, I wanted to share with you how it went for my in-person intuitive guidance night, also called a gallery reading or also called a dem or demonstration. So I held this event on Thursday, June 30th, and it was planned for quite some time. The good news is that it sold out within five days. And so that was exciting and inspiring that people wanted it. So that made me feel good. And then as the days got closer and closer, I was getting more and more excited and nervous. <laughs> to be completely transparent, nervous, and excited. Two days prior to the event, there were a few people that couldn't make it. And then we filled it and we actually ended up with 27 people, even though the room held 25 just due to ruling and um, we were ready to go. So the space that I was holding this evening in, I know very, very well. It's where I teach yoga in. I've done many programs in. So I really like the space. I'm really comfortable with the room. The room already held a lot of my energy during the day. I I knew the setup. I it felt really good. I had some beautiful fresh sunflowers in the windows. I had the chairs in the perfect position I wanted. And I had an aisle and then I would be standing at the front. There wasn't truly a stage, but I would be facing out. They'd be facing the windows and then facing me. Of course, I had to have my outfit on point and it was important for me to have something that I feel comfortable in, something that I've worn before. I'm a pantsuit girl, so I wore a navy blue pantsuit. Navy is one of my colors, blue in general, and I had to like my shoes. So that was all ready to go. And about an hour before the show, I was in my office, in my private office in the back, and I made it very clear that I wasn't going to come into the room until a majority of people were sitting in the seats. So an hour before I, you know, did my makeup and getting ready and just, I wasn't necessarily meditating because I wanted to keep my vibration up actually. So I listened to some music. I love listening to Krishna Das, Kirtan. And then I started to get more nervous. I was getting really nervous and I felt like I was in like the green room before I was going to go on stage or something, pacing a little bit. 
and just kind of breathing, speaking to my spirit guides. I was talking to Marigold. I told her she better show up and help me. White Feather, my other spirit guide, and just spirit in general. And then I always say this to myself. I always go, just do what you do. And I remind myself that I'm amazing. And I say that a lot. You are amazing. You are amazing. You are absolutely amazing. Um, so now it's about five minutes to seven and I text the front desk where people are checking in and there's only 11 people in the room. As the panic sits in, (laughs) I think to myself, oh my goodness, I'm supposed to be on from seven to eight 30. There's 11 people in the room and it's five minutes to seven. So I figured out that by 7.08, 7.09, I got to start regardless. Now, it is a Thursday night. It is a beautiful night. Where we're located has these beautiful restaurants below us and everyone's dining outside. So parking was not the best. I got myself nice and prepared, closed my eyes, took a couple breaths. I was definitely nervous, but I listened to my song, which is This Is Me. It's from The Greatest Showman. And then I played it in the speakers in the room that they were in. So I was able to send that through the Bluetooth, through my phone and play it through the speakers, just like I do all the time when I teach my yoga classes. So I could hear the music playing. And then I walked in, I made my grand entrance and I got to the front of the room. And at that point, there was probably about, within that time frame, there was probably about 18 people in the room. There's a lot that I think I just don't even know what happened. Don't even know what came out of my mouth. I was up there and truly I look back now and say, what did I even say? And I don't have it recorded, so I don't know. But I started out, I had a deck of cards and I had thought about this ahead of time. And I bought a deck of cards and I put them in a basket and I sent the basket around the room. I told everybody to pick a card and they were going to take that card home. My thinking was that if there was a lull in the event or got really quiet, that I could have everybody hold their card up and then just pick a person and and go read read the card for them and then allow them to do that. So they were excited about that. They all picked the card. And then I thought it was really important for me to give them some education on what they attended because this was the first time a lot of people had attended anything like this. I also think it was a little vague in our description. We kept it pretty vanilla. That's an intuitive guidance night. And the there was a little bit about me speaking to my spirit guides and everybody getting a, everybody getting a healing, but not everybody getting a message. I love my friend Roy by saying it's, it's not a reading, but it's a greeting sometimes because it's not a full on reading. I spoke about the education of what I do, who I am. I spoke about how it's like playing telephone and getting the information from spirit, how there'll be times that my spirit guide's speaking to me and how they speak to me and how they sense it. I talked a little bit about feeling, the seeing, the hearing, the feeling, the knowing, all that. And then I kind of asked the question out loud and I asked how many people had been to an event like this. And I would say less than half had been to one. I also asked the question that how many people are here to connect with a particular person? And the majority of the hands went up. That was a little scary. 
I also kind of made a joke and I said, you know, it's little like kindergarten. You get what you get and you don't get upset. I said, your loved ones are always around you. They're never not there. It doesn't matter if they passed a year ago or 40 years ago. And it's my job to connect with them. So please know if they don't come through today, it's not because they're not here. It's not because they don't love you. It's not because they're mad at you. And I also shared a little bit, which I think is important, is I asked the group, how many of you that lost a loved one and then could really feel and sense them in the very beginning days, weeks, months that they passed. And then as years have gone by, and I may be talking 10, 15, 20 years, it's harder and harder. And we had a little conversation about that. And my understanding of that from what Spirit has shared with me is that it's not that they're not around, but when they first leave us, we still have this relationship with, uh, with them on earth. And then when they leave or transition, it's a new relationship but we can still sense them and we have this sense of feeling them or smelling them or connecting with them. And then over many years, we're very used to that. We're kind of used to that vibration. We're just used to it. And maybe this analogy will help you. You know, when you go to someone's house very often, you're, they might have their own scent, each house kind of has their own scent or each person has their own scent. But in your own house, you don't really know what that smells like, but it's always there. You just get used to it. It's kind of like that. I mean, that's the, the easiest thing I can think of at the top of my head. So after the little bit of education, I, oh, I also said, I think this is important. So when I asked them, when they all raised their hands and said, how many of you want to speak to one particular person, like the star attraction and the majority of hands went up. I explained to them that I'll do the best I can. We get what we need, not always what we want. And then it was showtime. <laughs> so I always start with my prayer and I close my eyes. I ask them to close their eyes with me. And I said, I asked for my spirit guides and angels and loved ones to come forward to help me connect to this world, to the next. And that I ask that information comes through for each and every one in this group, clearly, concisely, and accurately. And for healing for everybody in the room. And then I kind of always close with, and so it is, and so be it. And then it opened my eyes. And then I waited. But thank goodness I didn't wait all that long. Right away, I had spear coming through. And this was the beginning of the dance and the journey for the next 90 minutes. I ended up walking around. I never sat and that really helped me. I like the movement and the walking. I think in hindsight, if I did it again, I like standing and walking, but I would like a high top table or something close where if I wanted to sit for a moment or lean on something or have my, 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 you know, water bottle nearby at table height, I had to kind of bend down for a small table. Or if I wanted to write something down, it would be right at my arm's length. So these are the things I, I'll learn from. And also it's just the habit of doing this because, you know, what happened the majority of time is I would bring through spirit and like three hands would go up or two hands would go up or four hands would go up. And then I had to kind of decipher, you know, once I gave the information, I said to them, let me give the information and then I'm going to pause and say, who here can recognize this person? 
or who here can recognize this man or who here can recognize this woman? And I said to them, you know, most of the information, right? And so after those three people's hands went up, I had to go back and forth and kind of find that person quickly of where they, who they connected with. And so that happened the entire night. I had only one time that I was bringing spirit through. And I remember clearly, I believe the name was Joe or Joseph. It was very clear. And I can't remember exactly what else I brought through and nobody claimed him. And so I continued on with my night. There was a little lull at one point, actually two times there was a little lull, got quiet. And I kind of felt the energy kind of sink. And I looked at the clock and it was 7.45. And I just said, okay, guys, um, I'm going to ask us to just shift things a little bit. If everybody can take that Oracle card that you got from the basket, hold it in your hand up high. And then I had my assistant pick a person from the back. She didn't see them. And then they stood up and then I read their card. I think I did that three times the entire night just to kind of break it up. And the night went on and I was kind of learning and weaving through spirit. Um, Again, a lot of hands would go up and then I kind of get to the right person. At the end of the night, it felt like it was two minutes long. It went so fast. I closed with just a little bit of a prayer. I asked them to put their hands on their heart, take a nice deep breath in and to thank spirit and that everybody takes this feeling into the rest of their evening and so forth. They clapped for me, which felt great. Like it was just a beautiful thing. I have to say from my point of view, I'm really proud that I took this risk. It was definitely out of my comfort zone. It was definitely a risk and I really enjoyed it. I learned a lot and there's things I do differently and things that I learned from. I I think that going in direct and having a group like that, working the room, I have to maybe get to the person a little faster. I would love to go a little deeper with the information, to be honest with you, but that's because I'm, you know, I always want to do better and do more for spirit. I could have got a little bit more with the information. And um, overall, it really was truly successful. Now, the funny part, but not the funny part, because there is no, you know, coincidences, the night ends and then, you know, everybody leaves. And then about four or five people or six people kind of stand up to talk to me. And wouldn't you know it that one woman says, oh my gosh, Joe is my brother-in-law. I don't even know what I was thinking. It totally escaped my mind. And then you kept, then you went on and now I feel like he's going to be mad at me because I didn't recognize him. So he actually was claimed and I was really happy to hear that. And then from that night, I would say, Five people already have booked individual readings. So that's been lovely. We were really glad to give them a little bit of discount. Like if they booked within the next like 48 hours, they got a little bit of a discount. And the next one is on September. I think it's September 15th. I'll put the link in the show notes. So yeah, that was my, that was my event. I am hopeful that maybe next time I can do a little bit of recording I don't know how well it'll come out and get a little snippets of some audio and then put it on the podcast. But I have to say, I really know I serve spirit well. And I'm so thankful to both my spirit guides, my team of light, my angels, and and spirit in general of working with me. I 
definitely feel inspired to do more and I'm going to do that. So that was my gallery night and, and I'm really looking forward to more. I wanted to share that with you. I know a lot of people listening are developing psychic mediums or people that are just really interested in this type of work. And I wanted to share that with you and, and kind of keep you up to date. So before I go, I'm going to pull a card for you. This was the deck that I used in that event. It is the Divine Energy Oracle. Pretty simple cards. And I'm just going to go ahead and pull a card for you guys right now. Here we go. Ooh, I love this card. So be open to love. So as I kind of feel into this card, I love this card. And there is a couple cards in this deck. It has the Eiffel Tower. And it shows Paris, of course, the Eiffel Tower, love. And be open to love. The biggest message I'm getting for all of you, whoever is listening, is be open to love in many forms, not just the romantic love, right? Be open to love in how people admire you. Be open to love how people respect you and and give you compliments and, you know, open the door for you maybe even driving the car and just kind of let you pass by and maybe a smile from a stranger. I feel like that's what I want to speak about right now. Be open to love and kindness, not just this romantic love. Let it all in. And when someone gives you a compliment, take it, take it. So many people appreciate you. And a lot of times we don't take it in. We say, oh, okay, you know, thank you, but really take it in. So be open to love in all the many forms and all the many facets. I'm going to leave you with that. And until we meet again, have a beautiful day. Namaste.